0: Hey yo! Welcome to a uh, new episode of the Sports Dooge Podcast. I am your host Tom Schefilette. Joining me via FaceTime, my younger brother Kyle Harkins. What's up, dude? How we doing? Uh, you know, feel good to be human. I've sounded like shit the past couple days. That's why there's really been no episodes. I sounded like Marge Simpson. It would have been a pretty brutal listen. So finally got my voice yeah. back to normal. So we're good. We're back. I took a couple. We're days. back.
1: That's hard. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of, uh, to catch up on. A lot going
0: on, yeah, just a little bit. NBA started the past, hectic, yep, most
1: hectic time of the year.
0: This is the sports equinox where we have NBA games going on, NHL games going on, Major League Baseball going on, NFL going on all at the same time. So it's a good time right now, it's a great time,
1: yep.
0: Too much to keep up with, honestly, yeah,
1: a little bit, a little
0: bit, (laughs) it's a little overwhelming. Well, last night with NBA, right. you know, Zion's back. They beat the shit out of the Nets, and people are freaking out about the Nets. And, like, it's game one. Like, it's going to be fine.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of – NBA takes all – You, you got to play at least, you know, 30 games to really see what you got here and see what you got to do, so.
0: I mean, the Jazz beat the fucking Nuggets last night. Are we really that, like – Are we really taking the night one that seriously right now?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's only one game. I mean – that's why I'm not, you know, there's nothing really. we. we but he played terrible. Yeah, he Bam, played I terrible. I mean, game.
0: the Bulls didn't have Zach Levine, and, I mean, DeMar DeRozan was back to the same shit he was doing before the season or before the All Star break last year. So, yeah,
1: he was I, unbelievable. Who gives a We've, shit uh,
0: about, like, the first, like, two weeks of the season?
1: Right. You just hope you, you know, you get out of there and you're not, you know, too far in a hole where you can't get out of it. But, uh, yeah, again, like, also yeah, there is the, some good teams you that can dig yourself
0: out. out of a hole. Like, you can dig yourself out of a hole.
1: Yeah, yeah, big time,
0: big time. They're acting like the the Nets are completely fucked. I'm like, I'm not that high on the Nets to begin with, but I don't think they're completely dead in the water. Just after watching last night, like the Pelicans are gonna be really fucking good. Just in case anybody's confused,
1: yeah, they're gonna be unbelievable. How they run in transition, how they have a good pace. They have three elite scores.
0: They're a nightmare.
1: I mean Zion, Zion's just a beast. I mean, yeah. good luck.
0: The paint gods, good back, luck, baby.
1: Yeah, CJ looked good. Bi B- looked—I mean, he looked terrible in person, but he looked good playing basketball. You don't know I, no, the shittier he, he looks, probably the better
0: he's going to hoop, dude. So <laughs> let it go, bro. He needs a haircut. Nah, but, let that uh, shit yeah, go, he bro. Looks, he
1: looks—he looks—he looks hilarious. I saw it. And I was like, man, this guy's hilarious. But, no, he's uh, ready
0: to get thirty at night, though.
1: Yeah, I don't. The, I mean, the, I guess the only thing you could take away is, you know, the Jazz. They lit it up at home, but they're good. Uh, they're a good home team. They're going to win some games. They at got home veterans, team, so shit. I mean,
0: everyone thinks they're going to yeah, fucking right, suck right. hard, but they have veterans who know how to play. So this isn't a regular tank job yeah. we've seen before.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. So we'll see how this goes. A week or two, we'll have like a better standpoint. Hey, Colin Sexton's but... going to score
0: like twenty eight a night.
1: Oh, I mean, they should. Him, He's going to score twenty
0: fucking night, man.
1: That game was so weird because they didn't miss. No. They did not miss. The no. Nuggets really didn't do a good job of contesting anything, but still, like, they still didn't. Like, Kelly Olynyk looked insane. That's <laughs> what I
0: mean. Like, the Jazz, I didn't realize, like, how veteran heavy they actually are. When you're talking about a tank, team, you usually get. think a bunch of, like, young kids who don't know how to fucking hoop. Like, the Jazz are full of those. I don't know how long those guys are going to be on the actual fucking team, but right now, they're probably going to win more games than Danny Age would like, but they're going to win some ball games.
1: Yeah, they're probably going to win. You know, more games than some of these young teams out here. Yeah, I would, I would think. You know, unless they really like get hurt or a couple people, you know, and then they just completely fold it. But
0: Orlando looks awesome. I, like we might be like a week or two away from them being like a league pass watch every night. Like Paolo is a fucking dude.
1: Oh, he's a big time dude. France I mean, I thought we knew awesome. That kind of coming. Jalen in, you Suggs
0: know? looked like a dude. Finally, like it looked like life is going to be so much easier because Paolo's there that he's not mm-hmm. going to like be in hell every single night trying to create offense for himself anymore.
1: Yeah, Suggs reminds me of Alonzo Ball. You know how he just has a great feel for the game? Yeah. But, you know, he don't, he's not like an elite scorer or nothing like that, but he's going to be able to, you know. He's get not going to have to be now. A night. If
0: Palo's just going to walk exactly, in and average yeah. 20 a night, we're good, dude. That Browns was a good game 20?
1: overall. Overall, that was like Detroit looked good too. Like, Jalen
0: like, Duran, what a fucking animal.
1: Oh, I know. I've been telling you that guy's fucking huge. That's man. what like, he is. Him, huge.
0: The Detroit Pistons getting Jalen Duran and Jay Nivey draft night and then doing what they did to get Bojon. Like, it's gonna be a sneaky fucking team. Like, we're talking like they could sneak into the top I, six, let alone a play in. Yeah, I mean I bet on
1: him last night. That's how confident I was in them winning that game, you know.
0: So like Detroit basketball I do with is the magic fun as hat. hell, man.
1: You know, if you don't have Paolo wearing rookie of the year, you might as well. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's no one that's probably going to be I've seen first a lot of smart I mean. people have
0: Keegan Murray. Keegan Murray's probably going to score a lot quick.
1: He might put up numbers, but I, I don't know, man. That's all I, that matters. Paolo, Paolo really looked. Oh, yeah, yeah, but Paolo was. I mean, didn't think Paolo would walk in, in and transition. have
0: 25. I'm not going to lie. I did not see that.
1: He looked. He looked better in an NBA game than a college game. Like, yeah. in transition, like, he just looked better. It was yeah. kind of weird. Like, he's some, gonna people, bring, some hey, people do he's that. It's going to
0: make that mid-range game fucking important again.
1: Yeah. Well, hell, if anybody watched the Heat and Bulls game, they know DeMar had, like, 35 mid-range jump shots over us. It was oh, ridiculous. He killed, he killed us. He killed us.
0: He's back to the same shit he's always been doing. had 19 in the third. And I was, trying to watch, I was trying to watch the Cavs game, and I was trying to watch – I was trying to watch the Yankees and Astros game at like the same time, but I ended up just paying attention same. to the to the Cavs game more, but then league press kept fucking crashing. So, I mean, we're off to a great start. Oh, you Way know it's going to be rough. It's hot. Garbage, year. It's hot. Fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The Cavs look good. If, you know, yeah, the Cavs Darius Garland well. didn't get his eye gouged out, they probably would have won that game in the fourth last night. But, you know, when you have Neto out there instead of Darius Garland, it's a bit of a game changer. But Darius Garland looks... Really fucking good. Evan Mobley looks really good. Jared Allen's probably going to be an all-star again. And Donovan Mitchell. Oh, boy. He's going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. He created, mm-hmm. what, 52 points total with his assists and points out of 109 they scored? Like, man, that's going to be a lot Are of fun. Uh,
1: him and Garland, dude, feeding them bigs and attacking and scoring. Elite Ooh. Wiggle
0: is back, baby. You got two guys who can create off the bounce. Like, it's, it's beautiful to watch. I'm also, so this
1: Raptors team, Raptors team is no one to sleep on. They're they're no. pretty good. They're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna the be Clippers really good. Have at home every too.
0: athletic long wing in the league. They all are on the Clippers and the goddamn Raptors.
1: <laughs> They've <yet>. hoarded every <laughs> single
0: one of those motherfuckers.
1: Yeah, the Clippers. Uh, I'm I'm excited to watch them tonight. I'm so happy they to go- see
0: Kawhi Leonard play basketball tonight. I don't care if he comes off the bench or not. Yeah, like, I, was- I want to see Kawhi fucking hoop, dude.
1: I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. I'm, I mean, I'm just interested the to see the Lakers fucking play, stink.
0: Yeah. But at least we get to watch Kawhi and PG tonight.
1: Yeah, the Lakers stink. Garbage. I think they're exactly what uh, we think they were. You no know, shooting they terrible. They, I, Buddy the Hill most... looked pretty good last night. What's that? Buddy Hill looked pretty good last. I said Buddy Hill looked pretty good
0: last night. Well, I mean, if you're the Pacers, you're sitting there. You were watching the other night against Golden State. You're like, man, we might as well. We could get another pick out of these fucking assholes if we wanted to. They stink that bad.
1: Yeah,
0: they're just waiting it out, huh? Oh, absolutely, (laughs) dude. I would, I would. Why
1: not wait till that trade deadline? I think it might be too late though. They're that dude, Tom. They're that bad, dude. Their bench is garbage.
0: Like their bench is hot garbage. They got they literally they literally have a Doordash driver on their fucking team getting minutes. Yeah, literally. Matt Ryan was driving for Doordash like three weeks ago, and he's getting minutes in the NBA for them. This is the yeah, Lakers makes, we're talking sense. about, bro. This is the Thunder.
1: Yeah, right. It looks like they're trying to sell him this. You know, it's kind of crazy. AD had 27, but it was it was a weird 27. I'm impressive. Like, half his points weren't, they didn't mean anything. Like, when they needed him to get a bucket, he didn't do it. <laughs> and that third quarter was so bad. He like, didn't even right, set, he didn't Warriors, set a single screen
0: know? all night. He slipped every goddamn screen, and I don't know fucking why.
1: Yeah, I don't know what that is. He didn't like, set why a single one,
0: dude. He slipped every one of them. Yeah, He's a good screener. That, that, I don't get it.
1: But if you can't shoot threes, there's no reason to slip because that back help, like, oh, I, who, why am I worried about who's over here? I'm not you know worried I'm about saying? anybody on that shoot. team shooting.
0: What was it, the first possession <laughs> yeah, of the so. game? It was like no movement. The ball got passed twice for an ISO for Pat Beverly for three over Draymond. I was like, this game is going to fucking stink and the Lakers are going to stink. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and they did. I mean, the Warriors didn't even really no. try in the first half. They fucked. The no. third quarter they did. The third quarter they were yeah. like, "Hey, this is we're the we're the best third quarter team of all time." That's what I mean. We're gonna, yeah, that you know, the Warriors are just going to put you away,
0: fucking burying this. I
1: mean, when they when they turned it on, dude, it was like the Lakers had no ch-
0: no chance, no chance, zero, no chance. Hey, so Jimbo Jimbo I think tonight we're
1: going to see.
0: Jimbo Harden looking He's good, back. baby.
1: The Jason Tatum looked even better, but Jalen so yeah, Brown, thought the bro. Celtics, I thought the Celtics were gonna, uh, I thought they were gonna win, but I didn't think they were gonna cover. But so I got that one wrong. But uh, Embiid was bad. Yeah, dude, some of these bigs are not making layups. It is early in the year, though. I get it, but like I didn't even care
0: about that. Like defensively, his efforts stunk.
1: Oh yeah, he needs. If they want to be where they need to be, he's got to be an anchor,
0: like top five defender in the league. He's got to be way better. Well, they got to move the ball I more. Minute. I think James dribbled the ball like 600 times or something in game one. Like, they got to move the ball a little bit more. He looked good, though, which is good. But he just dribbled mm-hmm. the ball too much, so they'll figure shit out. It's game one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, they got a pretty good chance to win tonight. Oh, we got Giannis
0: we'll, we'll we in Philly tonight.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. Philly, That'll be going on right during the Cardinals
0: game, though. Fuck. Oh, well, that's what Philly's you have to televisions uh, for.
1: Yeah, Phillies uh, is a four point favorite. Four point. Yeah, right. Giannis right, right. is only like so. 8
0: and 25 as a dog on the road. So, against the spread, just in case you wanted to know.
1: Well, they don't have Middleton either,
0: right? I believe he's going to be out for a little bit longer, I think. And they don't have Pat yeah. Conton either. They really yeah, have no so, wings I right mean, now. So, I don't know. Philly, what they're Philly, like. uh,
1: Philly really should win. I mean, they played good enough to win the other night. The Celtics they just didn't just played defend well. well.
0: Like offensively, they got fucking yeah. buckets. They just couldn't defend. Yeah,
1: Jalen and I mean Brown and Tatum, well oh, put a one seventy together. Yeah, like yeah. yeah, good
0: luck. That was fucking nasty. Good bro. luck. Brogdon looked really good. Like him being in the fold offensively, they're gonna be good, man. Regardless of who's coaching for he's, him, they're gonna, so really underrated. they're gonna be he's really He's so good.
1: underrated. Yeah,
0: because he can defend too. Like he's a capable defender as well. It's not one of those things where he just fucking he can just get your buckets. He can't do anything else. Like they're really good defensively still, even without Time Lord out there. So NFL yeah, right. is you know in the swing, but NBA starting to get there. Probably pay attention more around like December. You know, around Christmas time, it's yeah, probably yeah, yeah. locking yeah, into yeah. to the NBA. Yeah, Baseball's right, been great. Right. I mean, fucking Verlander last night looked like he wasn't gonna make it through three. Yankees couldn't fucking knock him out. He threw sixty six pitches in the through three innings. He ended up. And he struck out eleven. He struck out eleven.
1: Yeah, he, he struck, he out, struck five out seventeen in
0: a row, fucking times last night.
1: Yeah, dude, they they had him dead in the rights, and then he would just get out of the jams, yep. and then it just and the Yankees even got out of that jam with the bases loaded. Yep, and then you would think, oh, okay, we're okay now, and then the the jackass gives up two solos back to back. Yeah. And then, the, and then the Astros are, I think it's going to
0: be Astros probably in six. They probably win. I think they win this bad boy in five. I, the Yankees are just, they don't have yeah. anything. Like, if you look at this series, like, what do you take over, like, the Yankees over the Astros right now? Like, nothing. Uh,
1: so not starters, just, not bullpen, not, really. not
0: lineup, like, nothing. Like, yeah, the Astros nothing. are a superior yeah. team here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's Astros. Uh, Padres.
0: I didn't even think the Yankees would make it past the Guardians, but here we are.
1: Man, they got lucky. They got lucky. I think yeah, if talent had a pitch that it. night, if they had talent pitch that night, not Cortez, they probably lose that game. I
0: I'm cannot believe Tito didn't go to fucking Shane Bieber, man.
1: I know, dude. I would have went to anybody else besides the like guy who's talking has a pitch. about
0: it. It's like I get it. You're talking about the long play, but like. Your life is on the line here. You have to like, you have to make it to the next day. Fuck it. If he's gonna yeah. pitch on Brett, like, whatever, dude. Whatever. Guardians are dead. Yeah. Hell Of a year, people are still pissed off about it because they blew a a, a series lead again in the playoffs. So you got to feel yep. hey, Padres and Phillies was fucking electric yesterday. Like, I feel like oh, the yeah. Phillies are fucked now. Like, that's hard to come back from because, like, you go from hey, we took game one, we split on the road, but you blew a four-run lead where you could honestly be sitting here at 2-0 and o coming back home. It's kind of like a demoralizing loss. So I don't know if they can look at it like, hey, at least we split. Like, That's a fucking horrible loss. I think if you had a four-run lead in the playoffs like all time, you were like 268 and fucking 12 before last night. So, I mean, mm. that's a brutal loss. Yeah, I'm not going to
1: lie. I thought the game was over. Yep. When you too. go on forward like that, it's so hard to even get one run in Hell the playoffs. yeah. It's so hard, and then you watch like, that
0: fifth that fifth inning where they're like six hits, five runs, we're good, like we're fine. But when they do chop
1: it down, like when they made it four to two, and I was like, okay, we kind of, you kind of got a chance, yeah, kind of got a chance, yeah. And then just like crucial hitting, you know, I'm glad Soto made up for his little, you know, he lost the ball in the sun, whatever. But he had the double, the you know, to bring him back. Yeah, yeah. that was brutal, man. But he had the double layer in the game, you know, to put him up, so, or to tie it, I mean, and then they went up too with the single the next guy. Awesome. So, I'm,
0: uh, this is damn good baseball. I'm I'm excited. It's Padres and Phillies, man. I'm so excited. Yeah, dude, you can
1: see these, these crowds, man. Baseball playoffs, electric, baseball, baby. So, it's so electric. Dude. It's so electric. It's so interesting to see when people come in off the bullpen and they can't catch the strike zone. And when that crowd gets on you, you're not catching it anymore. So, yeah,
0: Brad Hand probably had one of the worst innings of his life. Yeah, you didn't like, get one out
1: not one you didn't get one they're out like, get
0: the fuck out of here dude you gotta go
1: they like this guy stinks this guy
0: stinks <laughs> he's gotta go but that's the way it is the postseason yeah, though like you can't fuck around like your life depends on every pitch like if this guy doesn't got it you gotta go
1: yeah really i mean that's why like when you talk about the indians not or the guardians or I me mean, not changing like the, the guy didn't pitch anymore after that so like what's the purpose you can have him in there
0: Right, it's like you they don't know, want be so. pitching on short days rest in the later series. Like, motherfucker, you might not make it to another series if you don't pitch him right now. Like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I was hoping the Yankees get the fuck up out of here. But it will be very nice to watch the Astros get him out of here pretty quickly.
1: Might be a sweep. It could be. No, I like, I don't mean, want to say it's Yankees. a sweep. It's
0: hard to do. But, I mean, yeah. it wouldn't shock. They me.
1: probably get won. You might they might get it tonight, right. honestly. But
0: Severino, this is going to be his fourth start against the Astros in the playoffs. And he's lost all three before this. So, I mean... No, I
1: don't, think, I don't think he. I think Valdez is going to chair these boys
0: up. If, but. if Severino can go at least six, they'll have a chance. But once they start getting to that bullpen early, they're fucked.
1: Yeah, he needs to go at least six, and he needs to yeah. give up three runs or less.
0: Yeah. Just go six, They, even have a they change. need somebody just they to even go have six. A they need to go six. Now, once you start dipping that bullpen, they're screwed, man. But not this bullshit. Right. It's just football time. We got Cardinals, right. and we got the Saints tonight. So...
1: Here we go. You got the analytics.
0: <laughs> it is now three. It, the line is now three. It went from one, just two and a half. Now we're at three.
1: Why is that?
0: I'm not sure. I guess because they announced mm-hmm. that Dalton's the starter.
1: Okay. When
0: they no, just announced it, like, ten Thomas. minutes ago. No, Michael Thomas. I just checked. it. No, Marshawn right, it Lattimore. And, and oh. uh, no, Jarvis Landry. And I think they're missing a guard also. So this doesn't line up very well for New Orleans. Also, Andy Dalton is 0 11 in his last 11, or he's 0 11 in his last 11 road starts in prime time. So that doesn't sound very good. Um, He's also, lost five in a row in prime time. So, eh, you know what I mean? But there's also the Cardinals who fucking stink as well, especially in the first half. So, no idea what the fuck to make of this. DeAndre Hopkins is back. His comeback video was hilarious because it's like he's not coming back from injury. Like you fucking, you cheated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hot for PEDs. I've never seen a comeback video for a comeback for a fucking PED suspension, but the video was awesome.
1: Well, I I, I guess. Uh... But, I guess to come back without there's a new the, Call of Duty thing dirt. that came
0: out midnight last night. You know how the statistics look for Kyler when things like that happen. I think the jokes are funny, but the numbers are kind of like, does this guy actually stay up all night and play Call of Duty and then he has a really shitty game the next day? Like, okay. Is that what's actually happening? Because the numbers are stuck. I hope not. I hope
1: not. Well, He might. He might stay up in that couple extra hours, but,
0: uh... This game is has potential to really stink. Like, every primetime game, mostly. So, uh... The over-under is at 44 now. I'm definitely hammering the under. Mm-hmm. Primetime under, yeah. baby. It's always the under on prime time.
1: I would, I would think. I would think.
0: I'm taking Arizona here. Let's it's do it. Money line.
1: I'll take them two and a half. I'll buy the extra point or half point, whatever.
0: You're taking it at two and a half? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got, I got a little parlay going here. I'm trying to catch the fire from Monday night, cashing, getting 370 off, right. off Denver covering and the under, which is beautiful. That was a big win. That was a big dog. I needed it bad. We needed a win. Oh, yeah. So let's needed get into some one. Let's get into some Week 7. It's an interesting slate. We don't have a lot of big spreads. We have some close ones that are kind of goofy, but like it's an interesting week. We got some big matchups. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, none I haven't really looked at none of them, really. Honestly. So, like the Falcons, we're 6-0 against the spread, baby. Like, that's the first time in a long time that that's happened where a team started 5-0, they got to 6-0 that's against right. the spread. It's only happened two other times the last four or 30-some years. So, I mean, I did not think the Falcons were going to do it, but God damn it, the, the Niners offense just stink on Sunday.
1: Yeah, Mariota did what you had to do efficient. He just one goddamn
0: pass. Which he's using this light. <laughs> I it's know. beautiful. What the fuck do we do oh, with I these know, Falcons? I guess we just ride these bitches until the wheels fall off, honestly. Yeah. Well, who they got this
1: week? I don't even know the
0: games. Atlanta plays Cincy this week. We'll get to that one. That's an interesting one, right? <sighs> That's an interesting one. That is. Uh, let's see. That is. Thursday night, we already fucking did that. We'll move on to Detroit at Dallas. So this is seven points. I'm not sure if it's going to move or not with Dak actually officially being the starting quarterback, officially, but that probably should move a little bit more, I would think.
1: Yeah. Is he not a, they didn't say he's starting yet. I thought they said he's he's good to go. He they just said, said today he's clear. that
0: he was starting, but he also said, I'm not sure. Like, I think I'm starting, but I'm not exactly sure. So they didn't, he's cleared to play, oh, but Big Mike hasn't said if he's going to start or not, but he definitely is. Okay. All right, okay, so, well, he needs to. So here we go. So the Lions are 11-7-1 straight up and 14-5 and against the spread off a of bye week which they just came off of over the last 20 years. That's the most profitable team against the spread in 20 years off a of bye. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking about here. Because, I mean, okay, before Detroit. they got the shit beat out of them by New-, New England, like they covered every single week. We could ride on them covering. Maybe All we right. get back to that. I don't know. Uh, they're 6-3 and 1 straight up at 9-1 against the spread on the road off a of bye week, which they are in Dallas this week. So, again, more positive numbers for Detroit here. Um, they've lost three straight, though, coming off a bye, though. Straight mm-hmm. up They've lost three in a row. Um, close. Big Mike, he's 22-18 and 18 against the spread as the Cowboys coach. It's the best against the spread mark by a Cowboys coach since 2003. It feels underwhelming, but, like, yeah. Bill Parzels was 500. Jason Garrett was one game under 500. Wade Phillips was 27-32. and Ew. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, So with Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, a quarterback at home the last 20 years, they're 60-47, and but 22, 23, and 3 with every other quarterback. So Dak's back. That's a big deal. Mm Mm-hmm. And the games the Lions are playing in, they're going over the total by at least 13 points a game. That's the highest in the NFL. So, I mean, if you are mm. nervous about this game, you just want to hammer the over, it's probably a good bet. What is the over? By like 48? Uh, it is 49. You were close. There it is. There it is. Okay. Um, Jared Goff has lost eight straight games straight up versus teams averaging fewer than 20 points per game, which Dallas currently is right now with Cooper Rush at quarterback. Um Let's see, Goff has had an issue pulling off the upset in his career. As a favorite, he's 38-17 and 17 straight up, and he's 28-25 against the spread. But as a dog, he's 10-27-1 and one straight up, and he's only 20-18 and 18 against the spread. Nice. As of 118 quarterbacks since 2016, Goff is 113 in money, line, profit as a dog. So maybe we're not riding with the puppy, Jared Goff, here.
1: Not money line though, but I will take the Lions spread.
0: You're going to take them to cover seven?
1: Yeah, I'll take them to cover. I think Dallas wins, but uh, I think the Lions fight this one out.
0: Plus seven? I mean, I'm going this to take is the after, over.
1: after a bye, and, you know, this is it. Yeah, maybe Dak has like to knock the rust
0: off a little bit. Maybe he'll be closer than we think yeah. he'll be, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I think that defense yeah, is going yeah. to beat the shit out of Jerichoff, uh, honestly. Is Swift playing? Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen anything where he's not, so it looks like him and St. Brown are back in the lineup, so that's good. That offense should be coming, so the over it is for me. That's what I'm hammering here. This one's a weird one for me. Giants coming off a big dub against the Ravens, which did not. Nobody had that in their bingo card, honestly. Nobody thought that was going to fucking happen. The Ravens really need to figure this out because we cannot keep blowing double-digit leads in the fourth quarter and expect to be a winning football team. Just can't happen.
1: It's just demoralizing. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. How you keep going. It
0: keeps happening. Um, I mean, is, That
1: locker room can't
0: do it. Giants add Jags, and the Jags open up as three point favorites.
1: That smells, dude. That makes no sense.
0: The Giants are five and one as underdogs this year. That so makes They're no five and sense. one. They're five and one as dogs. Every game, they've been a dog.
1: Is Aquan Barkley questionable? Is that why that kind of is like how that is?
0: He's playing. I haven't seen any indication where he's not playing.
1: Oh, man. Give me Jags money line.
0: Oh, my God. Harkins. The
1: Giants, they're due. Um, they're, they they got to lose one day. Oh they got to lose. God. And it, it's against the Jags. Oh, my God. That line makes no sense. That's why I'm doing it. There's no way why the Jags shouldn't be carried by three. That should be either a it shouldn't even be a pick'em. It should be it should be Giants by by
0: three. Okay, so here's here's a stat for you. So the Giants are five and one against the spread and straight up this this year. In the last twenty years, the teams winning and covering at least eighty percent of the games have only been listed as an underdog nineteen times a week, seven or later, which we are right now. They're ten and nine straight up. They're twelve, six and one against the spread.
1: Just some sometimes they're gonna lay an egg, I guess. I don't know. This is just completely there's no reason that they should hey, lose the Danny
0: Jags. dimes on the road. He is a road dog. He is fourteen and six against the spread on the road in his career.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm Now the Jaguars have been favored just four times since the start of twenty twenty. That's a total of thirty nine games. They're 0 and four straight up, losing each of them by a touchdown or more. Be you sure you <laughs> still want to go Jags money line?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're due. Okay. Look how, look, they're
0: all, they're both due for some. Okay. All right. All right. So the Jags here, the Jags have lost 18 consecutive games straight up versus the NFC since 2018. Two and 16 against the spread in those stretches. Yeah. Since 2012, the Jags are four and 39 straight up versus the NFC. And since 2009, the Jags are three and nine straight up two and 10 against the spread as favorites versus the NFC. Now, if you didn't think it could get worse, it does. The Jaguars are just three and eleven against the spread in their last fourteen games overall, and they're four and fourteen straight up at home since twenty twenty.
1: That's terrible. Yeah. Give well. me
0: the G man <laughs> We can go spread. or you go, money line. I'm going money line, baby. All right. I'm all right. gonna ride these idiots until the wheels fall off. I keep waiting hey, for them me to fuck up, and they just don't. So it's like, okay, I guess I have to take this seriously now. At some point.
1: They got a pretty decent, you know, like, their schedule's not that hard either, no. just like the Eagles. So, they I mean, they're going to be probably in the playoffs. Most likely. You know, it depends Tennessee on where Beast they are. The Beast is yeah.
0: back, baby, besides the Commanders. The Beast Division's back, baby. We're all the way back.
1: Hey. Hey. <laughs> everyone, everyone said we had the worst division of football for years. Look at us now, huh?
0: I mean, it has Look been dog shit for years, but this year, here we go. <laughs> here we go.
1: Yeah. I still think people clearly don't think we're still good because... I mean, they're 5-1, and, and they're three-point dogs. You know, I guess the team that's what? What are they, 2-4? Yes. The Jags? Yes. <laughs> that makes no sense. But all right, we'll ride them.
0: You're riding the Jags. they got to right. lose.
1: they got to lose. they got to lose, too. I'm not picking the Giants no more. Fuck them. <laughs> I ain't picking them bastards.
0: Yeah, I think your your bias is coming out on this one, because I know in your heart of hearts, you probably think the Giants are going to win. <laughs> two
1: bias picks to start it off. Two bias picks to start it off.
0: That's where that's where we're at. <laughs> oh no! All right, so we'll go Colts to Titans. This is opening up is Titans at two, and the over under is forty two.
1: Is it where is it at Tennessee?
0: It is in Tennessee. So under Frank Reich, oh, the Colts yeah. have played consecutive games against divisional opponents seven times, and they're five and two against the spread. After a straight of win, they're three and zero against the spread. So it looks pretty good for them right now. And I thought Matt Ryan looked the best he has in a couple of years last week.
1: Oh, yeah, by far. I mean, it was kind of crazy to go for that long shot at the end, but it was there, so. Yeah. I'll take it, you know, take oh, it. Yeah. I mean, I guess.
0: They get Jonathan Taylor the, back completely healthy. He has no injury designation, so he's completely healthy. So that's good at least. Um, Frank yeah, Reich be, on the road versus be. opponents 500 or better. He's 13-10 straight up, 17-6 and against the spread. That's number one out of 61 coaches since he's been hired. Uh, the Colts have won three straight games straight up as underdogs. Frank Reich and Matt Ryan are 2-0 straight up as underdogs since they've been together here this short season. Um, now, they're not so good, though, as we talked about with them versus the AFC South. They are 13-15 against the spread under Frank Reich. And um, teams not in the AFC South, they're 25-18-2 with Frank Reich. So, they've had a problem with division. Um, yeah. Frank Reich versus the Titans and Jags. 6-12-1 against the spread versus the Texans. He's 7-3 against the spread. So, he has no problem with Houston. It's just Titans and Jags. The Colts are 5-11 and 11 against the spread versus the South over the last three seasons, which is second worst in football behind only the Browns against their own division, obviously. Um, the Road mm-hmm. Unders, six straight Colts games. The Under has hit. So... I was actually shocked that the under did not hit last weekend against Jags and Colts. That was a layup. That's like the first time it's happened in like 16 years. So I was completely blown away that that happened. But Trevor looked damn fucking good. That defense should be ashamed of themselves because of the way Trevor Lawrence played on Sunday. Maybe he carries that in on Sunday. Maybe that's why you're picking the Jags against the Giants because he looked fucking incredible. He looks like he did at Clemson.
1: I mean, he looked pretty. I mean, he was just doing what we say when he when he's quick and sharp back there, making them reads quick. Yep. I mean, he looks fucking yep. phenomenal. So, I think James Robinson gets going a, a little. He got bit out touch for the second week in a row by ETN. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, it to looks me like they we're had specific...
0: into the ETN time now. It looks like James Robinson is going to find himself in the dark. I think house it's...
1: Again. yeah, but it's kind of like. How when Doug was with us, sometimes Boston Scott would have ten more carries than our than our running back. One would be like, "What is going on here?" So he's kind of weird with that. I think they need to get back to their bread and butter and give him the So Here's some Tennessee, but either way,
0: Mike the Tennessee and I like Tennessee and Ryan Tannehill. They're fourteen and three against a straight up after a bye.
1: I'm going Tennessee money line. Yeah,
0: oh, they're four and zero off uh, straight up against the spread off a bye week. But Ryan Hill, Tannehill, and Vrabel together are fourteen and three straight up, and eleven and six against the spread versus the AFC South.
1: Yeah, this game has a. It could be real ugly. I'm and telling Ryan you. And Ryan Tannehill I has think,
0: covered his last six regular season starts off a bye week.
1: I think I'd go Tennessee and then under really, I'm but I'll taking, take Tennessee money line.
0: I'm taking. You're taking Tennessee money line.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay i'm taking i think colts.
1: uh just for i mean for my picks as well as who's making the playoffs i think this is where tennessee kind of separates themselves from the colts but that's kind really that of i think the colts are and gonna win colts, this
0: division so this is where yeah, i'm at we're they gotta the same, win
1: this game right we're on the opposite yeah, right. side
0: of tennessee and indy again like we were the first time they played against each other
1: yeah
0: uh this is the one here atlanta those covering motherfuckers Against the Bengals here, who also are some covering motherfuckers. So, something's got to give in this bitch.
1: Yeah. The line is, this six, is weird six, the
0: over-under is 47. It's in Sensi. Oh. Yeah.
1: This makes no sense. The Bengals okay. are
0: 12-2 and two against the spread in their last 14 games, and they've covered in four straight. I'm taking the
1: Bengals. I'm taking a minus six.
0: You're taking them. You're taking them. All right. It is this. It's got to end. It's got to end. That's sometimes. what I said last week. I was so adamant that like this has to end against San Fran. Like this is it. Um, I am taking Atlanta to cover again. I'm taking them plus six. Riding. I'm riding this Just bitch riding. until the wheels fall off, baby. Yeah,
1: I mean, but it's this tough to pick high. against Bro here. Four. I mean,
0: he's eighteen. So he's 18, 17, and 1 straight up, and he's 23 and 13 against the spread. So, I mean, the motherfucker covers. Right. Uh, the spread know, so had him at, so before the season started, this was going to be at Bengals plus, 10, like, they were 10 point favorites when the schedule came out. Right. Now we're looking at six. Uh, now it's mm-hmm. fewer than 10. Burrow is 8 and 2 against the spread when the line moves against him in his career. Damn.
1: Yeah, I think I think this is a week where the Bengals, uh, they hit a couple big plays, now, they get up early, and then Burrow they get the victory. against Knicks. the
0: AFC, is 15-11 straight up, and 18-8 against the spread. Now, against the NFC, he's only three six and one straight up, and he's only five and five against the spread.
1: Okay, I, don't know. I think it's all Mariota. I yep. mean, if Mariota could do what he did last week, geez, it's gonna be close. Yep. I mean, because he just did. He he literally. Every RPO, everything he did, was it was right. It Perfect. was exactly the right thing. The, was, the like, only like, difference were...
0: between this game, that game on Sunday, than every other game he's played, he didn't fucking turn the ball over in the fourth quarter like he did the previous five games. That's literally the only thing yeah. that was the difference. He's been awesome all year. It's been it's been awesome to watch Mario to just be fucking awesome again. The
1: Falcons losing like one score games, even last year with Matt Ryan, the last two years, it was kind of like crazy. Yeah. It, it's more Dude, it, it feels like
0: the Bucks and James Winston thing again Where like they're in every goddamn game And then Tom Brady comes to town They, just they win the goddamn Super Bowl yeah. Like they're so fucking close And it makes no sense why They're not very good defensively Their offense is okay no, they're, they're scoring a bunch of points though <laughs> it's like, It makes no sense
1: Yeah tip your cap to that
0: head coach I don't even know who the hell it is Smith, baby. You see him chugging all those they fucking one? It was awesome I'm already, starting to love this fucking Falcons team. Now that I'm i I'm grown attached to them, they are going to fuck me so hard on Sunday. I can already feel it. them,
1: them and the them and the Giants, dude. They like people just don't respect them, and they're good. Yep. I mean, they get they Again, just like, know how to we be this, close. Like I the don't... Jags
0: were just seven point favorites against fucking Houston, and they laid an egg at home. So why do I fuck? Do I think they'd be three point favorites over the Giants? <laughs> right.
1: What yes. is this? It's crazy. People don't know how to gauge the Jags because they're. I mean, they're, if you look at the roster, they got all this talent, and they just don't. I don't know. I don't. Vegas is. Uh, they got some some poor leads on Jacksonville. Maybe bro, that might be what it is. Shit. I don't know. They, they might, might not, not have their worst.
0: Shit. They boosted. They super boosted. Justin Herbert having one touchdown pass from Monday Night Football didn't have one. I know. Fifty-seven pass attempts. That was the most since like nineteen fifty. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. He had a touchdown pass in thirty straight fucking games, and they super boosted it, and he didn't hit. Still, that's some voodoo shit, bro. Yeah,
1: I know they got they got something going on over there. I looked at that and I was like,
0: "That's too juicy. I'm not gonna touch that for some reason." It's the way the season's going. He's not gonna get one. He fucking didn't. I was like, "Oh my god,
1: bro." Yeah, it was crazy. He played well that game too. That
0: was kind of yeah. not well, that he didn't get a stink. I don't care he about that. I do not care about that. I don't care if they're fourth. they stink. I'm not interested <laughs> in them at all. Yeah,
1: they're not I mean they're not that good.
0: We'll get to them in Herber's a second. Good. this one here. Browns, Ravens. This one is opened up at six and a half. Baltimore. And the over under is forty five and a half. No way. Now before I start getting into things, let's just look at this here. Baltimore they're starting to figure the run game out. It looks like the past two weeks, they have Cleveland coming to town, who gives up the most yards before contact in the NFL. Is Dobbins playing
1: though? I thought he's out.
0: Still, Kenyon and Drake, he started to figure stuff out the past two weeks. He looks like a guy again.
1: Yeah, no, he know, It doesn't he, matter. He, you and I could with, play running back for any it, team
0: that's playing the Browns, and we'd still empty the clip on them. They fucking stink. Okay. All
1: right, yeah. Madre yeah, Stevenson sure, looks like fucking... Life.
0: Walter Payton last week.
1: He ran hard. Yeah,
0: they are. Cleveland's defense is hot garbage. It is not. No, good. it's very
1: bad. It's very bad.
0: So this is a good opportunity for Baltimore to figure things out. You would think, but I don't know what to make of this team. I really cannot hang I'm, my hat on anything that Baltimore does right now. I really can't. Either one of these teams. I don't know what the fuck to do. Now, the I'm Ravens the, versus the I'm Browns go. all time, they're thirty-two and twelve straight up, and they're twenty-six. 19 and 1 against the spread. At home, they're 16 and 3 straight up. Ten and nine against the spread the last 20 years. In their three losses, the Ravens have only trailed now for 120 seconds. They're three and three. Mm-hmm. Didn't you
1: feel like in those games they were gonna lose it though? Yep. Like these games that they've lost, like the, I against the Dolphins, they weren't stopping them. They couldn't score in the second half.
0: So let's here's here's I against mean, here. John Harbaugh. He's only 11, 19, and 2 after the against the spread after a straight-up loss when facing a divisional opponent the next game, which we are looking at I'm right taking,
1: now. I'm taking Browns. Uh, give me plus 7.
0: Now, Lamar really, is only 13 and 17 against the spread at home. He's 18 and 11 on the road. Mm-hmm. He has covered his last five games versus the Browns, though, 4-0 against the spread against Stefanski. He's only ten and seventeen against the spread as a home favorite, which is the fourth worst since twenty eighteen.
1: They're just not built to to beat people this year, like to beat them down. If that makes any sense, I just don't know. They don't have that. Like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you away. They don't have it now. Stefanski as I mean, a it's...
0: dog is only four and eleven straight up, and he's only eight and seven against the spread as a favorite. He's seventeen and eight straight up, and eight and seventeen against the spread.
1: Yeah, I don't think they win. But I'm, I'm might, taking the over. That's it. I'm taking they the might. over.
0: What are you picking? I'm just
1: taking Cleveland, Cleveland plus seven.
0: Okay. All right.
1: I think the Ravens win, but I think they win like 23 to 20, 24 to 20, somewhere in I'm there. Taking the over, that's that. all I'm
0: touching. I, I don't know. I don't know what to do with any of these fucking teams. I don't know what to do with either one of them. Like Jacoby was bad last week. He was very, very bad. And Defensively, they were garbage, but like offensively, there there were a couple of plays where he could have kept them in that ball game. So I he's I coming like, back down there. I feel like Jacoby is regressing in a rapid rate here. Hopefully, he can turn it around a little bit. But this is a good opportunity for one of these teams to figure something out offensively because these defenses aren't playing very well right now. So I mm-hmm. I don't know forty five and a half. We're definitely hitting that, baby. I think the Browns have hit the over in like seven straight or something like that. So, I had no idea how the Patriots covered the over last weekend. It felt like they were dead. It was like 6 nothing in the first quarter. I was like, God, I'm a fucking idiot. There's no way they're getting to 48. Yeah, they turned it up.
1: Zappy. Zappy hey, turned it up. Zappy,
0: bro. He's slaying that bitch.
1: All right, leave me in there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> doesn't look like he is. Um This one is the biggest line of the weekend. Um, Carolina is 11-point dogs at home to Tampa Tampa Bay here, who had a dog shit showing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Their Uber Eats drivers were playing corners, and there was no Mickey Fitzpatrick on the field or TJ Watt, and they couldn't score to save their fucking lives. So I don't know what to make of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm kind of turned off by them. They kind of repulse me, so I don't know what to do with this. I yeah, not like
1: having Ryan Jetson. Uh, someone was saying Ryan Jetson being out is huge for that line. They just got no leader. The whole line they the is leader. bad.
0: Like, the whole line just stinks right now. Their offense is very – it's – Yeah, Mike Evans neutered. get three They can't do anything, man. Bad. Like, they can't do anything Offense. They don't have time. Yeah. Like, again, like, they can't stop just a four-man rush. Like, Pittsburgh was even blitzing last weekend. Like, they're one of the worst offensive units against four-man pressure. So – if you can just get after him before you sit back in coverage, like Brady has to be absolutely perfect with the ball every single play for them to be successful. And like they don't run the ball very well. So they're in a lot of third mm-hmm. and longs too. Like they're just shooting themselves in the foot. And like defensively, they're still really good. It's just they're out there on the field so fucking long. So um, Carolina came so goddamn close to covering last weekend. If PJ Walker didn't get knocked out by a clear fucking roughing the passer penalty that wasn't called on Jalen Ramsey. Um, They probably would have covered, and we would have been sitting kind of pretty here, but it is what it is. Rams Mm -hmm. still look like dog shit. Um, That game was brutal to watch. The watchback, brutal. The Rams didn't do anything well that I can still hang my hat on and go to the next week with. It's fucking dog shit. Um, They stink. Carolina, here's a little something here. So home division dogs are 52-37 and since 2020. Mm -hmm. PJ Walker's back. Is PJ Walker back? Yes, PJ Walker will start again this week. Sam Darnold is activated from IR, so we got another week. Um, The Panthers traveling from Pacific time to Eastern time this week. Teams going from there to there are 84-56-3 against the first half spread since 2017. So if you want to go first half, second half, Carolina's where your money wants to be in the first half, it looks like. Um... Let's see. Panthers are one and twenty-eight straight up and five twenty-four against the spread when their opponent scores seventeen or more points since twenty twenty. So that's basically every team in the league scores over seventeen except three, but Jesus Christ, that's fucking terrible. Um six October first of twenty twenty one. The Panthers are three and seventeen against the spread. the last twenty games. The Panthers last thirteen games with a backup since twenty nineteen. They're two and eleven straight up, three and ten against the spread. Yeah, hey,
1: I'm gonna take Carolina.
0: You're taking them plus eleven.
1: I'm taking yeah, I'm taking them plus eleven. I'm go, I'm running back with PJ Walker.
0: Um, see, know, that, the they would have covered against the Rams. The under is three and zero in Bucks road games this season. Um, the under is thirty four and twenty three in Tom Brady road games since two thousand sixteen. That's the uh, third most in that span. Big Ben and Kyler, are the other two that are better. Uh, Brady has lost as a 10 point favorite against the Steelers on Sunday. The last 20 years, Brady was 13 3 straight up and 14 2 against the spread after losing as a touchdown plus favorite in his previous games. So it sounds like a Brady revenge game is going to happen, but I felt like that was going to happen last week against the Steelers. yeah.
1: Let me switch. I'm going. Yeah, give me
0: Tom. Let's see. Give me the the Bucks. The 2022 Bucks are just the 15 to be listed as double digit road favorites in consecutive games. Um, the 2022 bucks are the only ones 500 or worse straight up so this is weird I don't know. I'd go
1: bucks minus 11 I guess I'll go I'd rather bet on Tom. I will I'm never I'm not gonna touch this game never but uh yeah bucks minus 11.
0: I think I'm just gonna hit the under 40 and a half I think I'm gonna hit the under
1: yeah, but yeah I mean you just gotta think of the bucks if they do cover, they well, got to score 18 at least. points
0: against fucking practice squad guys for the Steelers.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Carolina at, is, at least can fucking me.
0: defend. I'm taking the under. It That's all I'm down. taking, under. Under 40 and a half. And you're taking, Tom, plus the points?
1: Fuck that. Carolina plus 11. <laughs>
0: okay. Final answer, plus 11.
1: Well, because the over-under I thought it would be like 48 if they would have say that Tom's going to win by 11 because that means they're going to have to score.
0: Like I said. So they're thinking Carolina's
1: going to not score like the 120
0: 2? 3-0. 3-0 this season in Bucks road games. The under is. 34-23 in Brady road games. The under hits.
1: I think Carolina covers 24-14. to
0: right. All right. All right. We'll take the under here, baby. All right, this one's a weird line for me. Uh, Green Bay opens up as five-point favorites in Washington. I felt like this line would be a little better, given that it's Taylor Heineke starting. Carl has the broken finger, so he'll be out for a little bit.
1: Well, Heineke magic, dude.
0: Well, Heineke's 7-10 and 10 straight up and 8-9 and against the spread in his career. Uh, Washington backups are just 7-1 against the spread. The last 10 games since 2019. Um. In the last 20 years, teams coming off a road game in Soldier Field are 90, 57, and 2 against the spread. So that's what the the, the commies are in the situation of right now. Yeah. Um, home underdogs off extended rest 10-plus days are 22-5 straight up and 30, 45, and 2 against the spread the last decade. So it hasn't been an advantage, it looks like. Um, home underdogs with an over-under below 42. Are 41 24 and 1 against the spread since 2018. The over under in this one right now is sitting at 41. Uh, the Packers are only 2 and 4 against the spread this season. They're failing to cover the spread by at least eight points per game, which is the worst in the NFL. I don't know what to do with the Packers. I feel like the Packers are dead. You know what I mean? We wanted to put a bull in their head after London, but they had the Jets coming back. So you're like, all right, this is a good bounce back for Aaron. The numbers yeah. said, LaFleur, Aaron off a loss, coming back at Lambeau. The Jets were gonna get fucking buzzsawed, and they sure as shit didn't. So I don't know what to do with the Packers right now. Um I'm terrified yeah, to take them to cover five here against the commies. I'm gonna pick them just money line. Is that where you're at too? I'm with that. Okay. Yeah. I, I just can't pick them to cover anything right That's now. That's
1: just it's just like if I have to pick it's gonna be them covering, but I'm not picking them covering after they, so it's like the weirdest year I've ever seen. With like how the Packers, Rams, and Bucks are supposed to be top dogs in the NFC, and they're almost to the towards the bottom. Like we're even almost, San Fran, like you just said, like the, almost dead. the
0: five dudes that are like supposed San to Fran, be the guys yeah. in in, in uh, the NFC are just kind of mediocre football teams right now. And you look at the right. Giants, the Cowboys with that getting back, and the Eagles, what they're doing. they are just the three best teams in the NFC right now,
1: right. Yeah, as of right now, I mean, they're
0: and just. And Minnesota's probably the fourth best team in the NFC, honestly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they got to be. I mean, they're 5 and 1. so.
0: And they're very unimpressive as well, but like they're 5 and 1. So you got to tip your cap to them. Right. Yeah, right. This is crazy, yeah. man. Like since 2012, Aaron Rodgers is 14 2. First team scoring 17 points per game or fewer like the Commies are. Rodgers is seven and eight straight up and four and 11 against a spread in the Eastern time zone, which he will be here against DC in DC. Um, mm-hmm. He's one and covered in eight straight starts after losing his last game by 14 points or more. Um, he's 10 and two straight up and af- against the spread after scoring 10 points or fewer, his previous game. Um, the Packers lost to the Jets in Week Six. The last 13 teams to lose to New York are 2 and 11 against the spread in their next game, dating back to 2019. Now Lafleur is 21 and 0 straight up as a favorite by six or more points. Now he's 21 and two after the last two losses. So coming into the year, he's 21 and 0. Now they're 21 and two here. Yeah. Well, they're just not
1: the same team. Yeah, that they've been. So. Yeah, we'll see if they can There'll turn it around. They should be. Reineke they
0: beats should... fucking Aaron Rodgers. That would just perfectly encapsulate this fucking goofy-ass season that's happening so far where nothing makes sense on a Sunday-to-Sunday basis.
1: Yeah, some of these teams, like we're talking about, I mean, it's going to be insane if they can figure it out and put a team together to, you know, make a wild-court. I know. Well, that's the thing. Somehow win their division.
0: If you want to be a, a, a glass filled like halfway kind of guy like you could say that every single team has a chance right now like if you wanted to really look at it objectively you're like hey there's a lot of dog shit football being played by most of these teams in the nfl outside of buffalo kansas city minnesota philly dallas and new york even the jets like also the jets in that category too they're playing damn good football right now but everyone else is just kind of fucking garbage
1: yeah Jets are better than Chargers. Chargers were winning some games, but they still right. don't look good. I mean, so here's
0: the one here that kind of confused me. <laughs> Jets at Broncos. Broncos open up as a point and a half favorites.
1: Only a point?
0: Point and a half. I'm taking the Jets to win this money line.
1: Oh, my God. That this Well, then this buries Denver, right?
0: They're fucking I mean, what, what's they're their record after? That? They're toast. They're already toast.
1: How are we gonna sit here and take Russell Wilson after you just put out that bullshit this morning?
0: Did you see that they actually took the sandwich off the menu?
1: They took it off. Yep,
0: the dangerous, the dangerous sandwich is gone. It's too dangerous, uh, apparently, or maybe it's just a dog shit sandwich. <laughs> but it is gone off the menu, and uh, Mister, Mr. Mr. Mister, Mister Unlimited has been limited in practice the past couple of days. So, give me a the hammy. chance. All Robert Sala. Sala
1: is going to go in there and eat this man a lot.
0: Bobby Sala, baby. Let's go. Let's go, dude.
1: (sighs) Denver really pissed me off. I mean, they
0: just. Hey, I knew they were going to cover, and I knew they weren't going to score enough points. So that under was such a fucking layup Monday night. Oh, my God. Was that one of the easiest bets of all time? I put $100 on that bitch. I was that fucking confident.
1: Yeah, it was a great bet. It was a great bet. Denver is
0: dead, Uh, and it pisses me off because that defense is fucking incredible, and it doesn't matter because that offense is fucking hot dog water. It does not matter.
1: Yeah, I'd fire off. I mean, I know it's a short game. that
0: script was incredible in the first quarter. Russ, 10 for 10, nine different receivers. The touchdown, we're like, holy shit. Russ figured it out. Hackett figured it out. The Broncos are all the way back, baby. We're good. And then he goes three for 17 since then. We're for 15 <laughs> fucking yards in the second half in overtime. Like, that's a joke. That's not real. That's so bad.
1: Yeah, it's not real. And honestly, the 10 of 10 was good, but like, you know, the big play, the guy was wide open. It was a bad, bad uh, coverage. Over that was there by the, the, the problem, too. Quarter. LA, L.A. had so there.
0: many busted coverage in the second half as well. Where they just couldn't take advantage of it because the offensive line was literally letting Russ get sacked in less than two seconds. Like that one that Neiman bro, he had, he won the snap happened.
1: Yeah, I think the Jets, they believe now. In I Green believe, Bay like that. Hey, in Green Bay.
0: Quinnen Williams Salt. fucking dominated on Sunday. Quinnen Williams was the best player in football last Sunday. He fucking yeah. dominated, bro. He's going to do it again. I don't see why not. Every week. There's no point of like resistance on that fucking interior offensive line of the Chargers or of the Broncos. You
1: ne- well, you better have two men or somebody clipping him because if you go one on one, like somebody said, I forget who said it, you go, you're never gonna win no, that.
0: You're done. Dude. You're never,
1: never, you're never gonna win that one on one. He, he's probably the best. I mean, Aaron Donald, but he's probably the best, the second best defensive player in the league. I mean, honestly, he- he's
0: he, him, Cam Hayward. And Aaron Donald are the three best interior defensive players in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's see. On short rest for Russ here. He's two and eight against the spread since 2019. On short rest, plus he has the hammy issue as well. So I mean, this is come on. He ain't gonna run the under 38 and a half. That's an easy fucking play as well. The under and fucking the New York Jets winning this goddamn game. Come on. That's the lock. Are yeah, we locking well, that one? Are we locking that one? That's a lock of the century, I feel like, this week. That's my mortal lock this week. The Jets going to my high just, and winning.
1: I, I don't know when this defense is I, I think this defense is gonna eventually quit. When they're a dirt on with this shit.
0: I don't know, dude. They're I too would fucking be so, they're too I would fucking be so talented. mad. They're so talented, man. Yeah, maybe they beat the shit out of Russell Wilson at some point. Who knows? Um this game, boy, this game <laughs> stinks. Uh Texans at the Raiders. It is currently opened up as uh Vegas, seven-point favorites. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. So both these teams coming off a of bye week. Um, the road team is 21-16-1 and one against the spread. The favorite is 21-17-1 against the spread. Teams with a better record, uh, straight-up record, is 13-18 against the spread. So Derek Carr, mm-hmm. he has lost five consecutive games straight up or against the spread off a of bye week. Last 20 years, the Raiders are only five and 14 against the spread off a of bye week. The Texans have won three of the last four games coming off a of bye, straight up, two in a row so far. Week seven is going to be Davis Mills' 18th career start. All 18 is a dog. He's 13-12. He's 3-12 and one straight up, nine and seven against the spread. Dougie Mills, fucking covers, dude. Mills has never closed below a three and a half point underdog. And 15 of his 18 starts came as a touchdown underdog or more. For him to be 9 and 7 against the spread, that's pretty goddamn impressive.
1: Yeah, no, it is. I mean now the last time is, he played with cover. more than a week's rest,
0: he lost forty to fucking nothing to the Bills.
1: Give me the Raiders minus seven right now. <laughs> I think the Raiders are taking, taking use to the cover. I think the Raiders are going to. Catap- I think they're going to have a good season end this season. I don't know if they're going to have enough in the tank to make the playoffs, but uh, I think they're going to be got, around five hundred. You're, you're
0: moved by Monday night against the Chiefs. That kind of feels like they're they're they figured something out just, where they're going now.
1: I I feel like the last two weeks running the ball, yeah, doing they played very well and yep. they they did enough to win. They just didn't make a play or two. You know what I mean, yep. like. I think th- I think they're gonna start gearing up here, and they're gonna play really well. They're down too the talented.
0: Stretch. They're too talented.
1: They're wet. There's all these teams that are losing right now. Too talented. Someone is gonna have to figure it out. Yep. There's no way that all of them just like just don't take advantage of this. I mean, the way the
0: defenses are playing right now, scoring's down about nine points. It's been the lowest it's been in like eight years. Like scoring's tough to come by. Like the penalties are garbage. Like a lot of these teams yeah. are just. There's a lot of big time injuries. Like some of these teams are just fucking black. I don't know if they mm-hmm. turn it around or not. Maybe the Raiders do. I don't know.
1: I I think that I think the ball they have to this game. I know, I think they're gonna win, but I hope they win by more than seven.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Houston you know. I think them.
1: this. I, I think this is kind of a I wouldn't say easy one, but um,
0: it should be though. Well, like we were talking about, you I know, think the they, rest is gonna be really hell and like. AFC West is going to be a bloodbath, and just the Raiders have just not lived up to their fucking billing here. And neither has the Broncos, and I, the Chargers really haven't either. I don't give a fuck what the record says. You just watch the eye test. This isn't a very good football team.
1: Not at all. No, yeah.
0: Um, so, the leaders like in the, the Raiders, clubhouse yeah. in the West, the Chiefs, they travel to San Fran. San Fran coming off a perplexing loss against the Falcons. Um, The Chiefs lost to the Bills last week. Teams, after playing Buffalo, were 15-23 against the spread the following week since 2020, failing to cover 11 of the last 14 in this spot. Um, Kansas City is currently two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. So, San Francisco are home puppies. Um, Mahomes is (coughs) 4-7 against the spread in his last 11 starts. Um, Mahomes road neutral games. He's 23 and 14 and one against the spread. He's 20, 20, 21 and one at home against the spread off a loss. He's 12 and three straight up eight and seven against the spread. He's eight and one straight up on road on the road off a loss. He's six and zero in since 2019. in those matchups, Um, he's an incredible 13, three and one against the spread when he's not at least three and a half point favorites lifetime winning eight of his last 10. And Uh, When he's above a field goal favorite, he's 27-30 and one against the spread. He's 16-5 and one against the spread as a field goal favorite or less, which he is currently right now. So Jimmy G. Now, Jimmy G excels against teams above 500. He's 19-8 straight up and against the spread. So since 2017, that's the best quarterback against 500 opponents, profit-wise, if you're betting. Uh, Jimmy G has lost four times by double digits, though. Um, 49ers are 4-0 straight up against the spread in their next game. So they're a good bounce-back team with Jimmy G. Uh, The Niners are 37-18 straight up and 31-23-1 against the spread with Jimmy G as quarterback. With every other quarterback since then, they're 9-29 straight up, only 16-22 against the spread. So Jimmy's good Mm -hmm. for gambling. Jimmy's good for gambling. Uh, Jimmy's 14-6 straight up, 16-4 against the spread as an underdog. That's the best winning percentage by a quarterback as a dog in the Super Bowl era, including the playoffs. Uh, with a total of 50 or lower. Jimmy G is 10 and 3 straight up, 12 and 1 against the spread as an underdog. The over-under on this one currently is sitting at 48 and a half. And last one for Jimmy G, he's three and zero straight up against the spread as a home underdog with the Niners. Who are we going with? You're going with Kansas City. What's we'll the over under? What's we'll the over under? Forty eight and a half.
1: Jesus, Jesus Christ, under, that's under all What's day. going under, I'm going to I'm going
0: Kansas City. I'm this. I'm cleaning.
1: San Fran is a really weird team after a loss, and they're at home. They're are you taking two and a half? Are you
0: buying the extra half to get them a three?
1: I'm just. Oh no, I'm taking Kansas
0: City. Yeah, money line.
1: Yeah. Okay. Are they are who's favorite? Is Kansas City? Kansas favored? City is yeah. San Francisco's yeah, home puppies. He's, yeah, I go money line Kansas City. Okay.
0: I am taking I after San a loss, Fran to cover 3.
1: I Think after a loss they're going to they're going to be better.
0: I would say these are two teams coming off a loss.
1: Yeah, when does that ever happen? Like never. So two very good teams coming off a loss. I mean, it's San Fran is really weird against good teams like you said. Jimmy said dog at home. Come on. Come on. I just think the Chiefs are on another level than San Fran, and I don't think it's going to matter. I mean, if this was last year. I mean, I'd say think San Fran it. Well, let's maybe. Think about
0: it. Spagnola is going to blitz the fuck out of Jimmy G, and he doesn't really have to worry about getting beat deep, really, because they're not playing Josh Allen this week. So you can kind of defend the way you want to scheme things up. Hmm. Uh, I I don't know. I I still think Kansas City needs to make like a move or two because they just need another explosive guy. So if Kent, if Kelsey getting that money up front like he did this week to free up some cap space, is them alluding to making some kind of move? Like, I would kick down a deal. Yeah, I think they know that. Deal. I would get a deal done, like, this week, honestly.
1: Man, if they get him, my goodness. That takes everything
0: okay. to another level. Like, the having MVS and the juju, like, it makes sense because you have a guy who can take the top off consistently. Like, those guys can live in right. the intermediate, the medium. And you have a guy who could be a shot player, like, and you can't defend them the way that just Buffalo did last weekend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I am I looking think forward right, to that I one. Think...
0: That one is very interesting. It's very intriguing because it's a watermark game for both these teams. Like, is Kansas City going to get back to their dominant ways and get back to looking like an AFC favorite again, or like, are they going to scuffle and they're going to scuffle like offensively and they're going to look kind of lost? And then San Fran, like. Is the offensive genius Kyle Shanahan going to show up here and get this fucking offense going? Because this defense, even missing three quarters of their defense last week, was really fucking good against Atlanta. So they got to get this mm-hmm. offense going. They threw it 41 times last week, 13 runs. Like that's not San Francisco football, right? Yeah,
1: That's not at all. So I think with the week, Kyle Shanahan will adjust. But I think uh, I just I just think the Chiefs are better. Just straight up, I don't think you can kind of mess up what they're doing. I mean, unless you're just better. You know, they lost last week. The Bills just –
0: Bills are just Josh better. Allen down the stretch. They're the best team in football.
1: Josh Allen – yeah. And Josh Allen down the stretch. I mean, he, he's, he was unbelievable. Him and Von he's Miller
0: dominated Sunday. Von Miller dominated Sunday. He I mean, Josh Allen that Sunday.
1: last drive. That throw over the top. To get the touchdown but even before that the runs i mean running jumping over someone as big as he is that, that's ridiculous yeah to be
0: six five like 250 and jumping over human beings yeah. is hilarious
1: absolutely absolutely just you can't even touch that athleticism so all right this is the I last think the game game of back the though.
0: of the sunday slate so before we get into the prime time game so uh seattle right. at the chargers here this is opened up as a five point spread chargers are the favorites at home the over under is 50 and a half that ain't fucking hidden um, Herbert has played on short rest four times as the Chargers quarterback. They've scored over 24 every game. Herbert is 13-1 against the spread in those. Um, overall, Herbert is just 11-25-2 and two against the second half spread in his career. That's the fourth least probable quarterback in this decade. Um, West Coast teams have struggled at home on short rest. They're going 7-13-1 against the spread since 2019. Geno Smith has faced a team coming off short... Rest twice. He's two and zero against the spread. Uh Gino Career Underdog, 16, 10, and 2 against the spread, covering eight of his last 10 games as a dog. Mm. Now what wait what, what is the spread? The spread is five. Oh god. I'm taking the under.
1: I'll take Charge's money line. Okay. But I'm
0: not too confident on betting on that. Gino is a dog. It's
1: just I like how the Chargers put drives together, though. Sometimes Denver. they really, they really did when they needed to. They answered the call. So
0: motherfucker, they pro- that mean, game would have been in in a fucking tie Monday night if that dipshit would have ran into his own returner and they got that muff punt.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, they're not good. I'm just saying they, they, they show can't stop classes. the run.
0: They can't run the ball. What was one thing that Denver can't really do very well is really hold up against the run. They couldn't run to save their lives. Mm-hmm. Like everything is so difficult for Justin Herbert in the passing game, where it's like this is arguably the most gifted guy who spins the fucking pill, and it's like pulling teeth every other drive.
1: Yeah, it, it really is. It's I mean, sickening. He he makes he is so good, dude. It Bro, makes no sense how, like, he literally, he is the one of those gifted
0: throwers of the ball I've seen in my life, and their offense is so yeah, it's painful to watch at times.
1: Him and then Pat Mahomes, dude, and Rogers, Rogers, they like, there's the three, three aliens
0: balls. throwing the pill, and then Josh Allen too. It's like yeah. Josh, pff, Allen too, Josh Allen too, Josh Allen
1: too, But the way Herbert, I mean, he's got some serious zip. Yeah, on the, like some of them throws. You can or, tell or, towards the end, they, though,
0: dude, that rib was bothering. You could tell he lost a couple. He, was he lost some zip on the ball. Yeah.
1: He was getting hit a couple times, you know, so, but the Chargers, dude, if they didn't have him, oh,
0: my goodness, how bad would they be? So bad. Sunday Night Football, we have my Pittsburgh Steelers coming off a, nobody saw that fucking come and win, where (laughs) Kenny gets knocked out of the game, Mitch comes in, is UNC Tar Heel Mitch Trubisky, basically, and fucking slams the door shut on Tom Brady. Um, At the Miami Dolphins, who are finally getting to attack Valoa out of a three-month concussion protocol, what it feels like. But he's back. The line is at 7 right now for the Dolphins. The over-under is at 44.5. Um, so the Dolphins have won their last five night games straight up as a favorite. That's just a little tidbit so far. Plus, when a team plays at home, followed by a road trip to Florida, where the Florida team is above 500, but the road team is 13-25 and 25 straight up, 14-22-2 against the spread over the last 20 years. So that doesn't seem very good for Pittsburgh here. Uh, road teams who average 17 points per game or fewer. The Steelers average about 16.3. And night games are six or 28 and 68 straight up, 49 and 47 against the spread the last 20 years. Mike Tomlin in night games, though, 46 and 30 straight up, 36, 38, and 3 against the spread. He's 9 and 17 against the spread since 2017 at night, which is the worst out of NFL coaches so far. Um, also in night games, he's 36 and 11 straight up as a favorite. Only ten and nineteen straight up as a dog. He's forty-one and twenty-four straight up with Big Ben. Five and six straight up with anybody else. But my Tomlin is thirty-eight, fifteen, and one against the spread as a dog from week five and on. Seventy-two percent he covers against the spread as a dog.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, In the last 30 years, the Steelers are 0-7 straight up in night games as underdogs of a touchdown or more. The Steelers have been favored in just one game this season, a home loss to the Jets. The Steelers haven't been listed as a touchdown or higher underdog in three straight games since weeks four and six of 2,000. Steelers' biggest upsets in night games since 1978. Uh, They were 10-point dogs and a win at Houston in 88. 8.5-point dogs, 92 at Kansas City. Six-point dogs, 98 at Kansas City again, and they were six-point dogs in 2019 against the Chargers. I believe Mike Vick won that game where Le'Veon Bell scored the touchdown at the last second. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm that.
0: picking the Steelers to cover seven here for some goddamn reason. Kenny's back. Um, Tua might be a little rusty. Um, given how Mike Tomlin coached his ass off last week after I lamented him for four days, he coached his ass off. I've I don't know. These fucking dummies have fight. I don't know why. I I don't know. But I was is, picturing is Will Anderson as back? a Steeler. But what's that? When's Watt coming back? I think after the bye. So we have like another game. Okay. I'm taking All the right. Steelers to cover. What do we think here? Where, yeah. I'm going to go
1: Fins. I'm going to go Fins minus seven. Fins
0: up. It's a good pick. I just like. I was dumbfounded I watching them beat Tampa Bay last weekend. I just. My job was on the floor, not because I had a million parlays that were fucking murdered because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost, but like, I just, mm-hmm. there was no chance for them to win that fucking game on paper. Like they're missing six starters defensively against the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. How do the 18 points?
1: Well, we're going to figure out uh, if the Bucs are really that bad or you guys are really that good or something. Or a little bit of both. This is the Steelers, baby. They look like they're
0: going to be one and four. They should be a top 10 pick in the draft. They're going to finish above 500, and they're going to have Mm -hmm. a 20-some pick. And that's going to be how you start the rebuild. (laughs) They might. They might. might. They might. They definitely are. It's going to piss me off. Um, Monday Night Football. The Bears at the Patriots. This is a nine-point spread right now. New England's obviously the favorite. Uh, Over under is forty points. Bailey Zappi is appearing to be the backup quarterback. Mac Jones looks like he's cleared to play, so they probably will go back to Mac. Which is, it's a crazy predicament to be to be in, honestly. If you are the Patriots, your second year quarterback who you took top ten in the draft, he's right. eh, You know, second year, new offensive coordinator, new scheme. You know, it's a little frustrating for him. Then you're the kid you take fourth round. Bailey Zappi has looked like a fucking dude in two starts so far. So yeah. it's a tough spot to be in. You have two young fucking kids and you're not sure which one to really go with going forward. Well, I mean, honestly, Bill's in a decent spot where like if he really felt like it, he could probably dangle Mac out there and get something for him. Like some team would be desperate to have Mac Jones second year on his rookie contract. You know,
1: I think Even doing Zappi doing exactly too. what they're like,
0: asking. Them. If you are dead set on Mac Jones, you can fucking shop Bailey Zappi around. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: keep both of them because I mean it, it's just it's gonna be kind of weird. But I don't know. I mean, I would as of right now, clearly. But like going forward, maybe if uh, you know if one of them really plays better than the other one, or yeah, if you really suck your teeth into one of them, you know, if you don't want the other one, then yep. I'd let them, I'd let them ride. If if anybody gives calls me and gives me a good enough offer. You're thinking about it. This game's kind of weird.
0: Okay, so in this one, let's let's get a little little bit of stuff here. So in night games, teams favored by a touchdown or more with a total over under of below 42, a 42-28 and one against the spread the last 20 years. This is a nine-point spread right now for New England. Um, Since 2019, the Patriots are just are 17 and two straight up, 26 and one against the spread as touchdown favorites are higher. So. It's really leaning towards New England here. Uh, Belichick on Monday Night Football. He's 21 and 9 straight up, 18, 11, and 1 against the spread, including 9 and 2 straight up, 7, 3 and 1 against the spread at home on Monday Night Football. Uh, Old Hoodie in night games is 66 and 34 straight up, 54, 42, and 4 against the spread. Belichick at home versus opponents with a 33% winning percentage or fewer the last 20 years, 34 and fucking 5 straight up, 23 and 16 against the spread. Belichick against teams scoring less than 17 points a game last 20 years, 56 and nine straight up 40 and 25 against the spread. Belichick is currently, he's lost two straight home games at night for the first time since 2006. He's never lost three straight night games at home with new England ever. So that's insane to think. Um, Backup quarterbacks uh starting in New England this week. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But this is just the ninth time they've done that in the last decade. They're five and three straight up, six and two against the spread. Uh the Bears are 19-36-1 against the spread since 2019. Obviously, that's the fucking worst in football. The Bears have lost three straight entering Monday night football. Teams to lose three straight Monday night, three straight games heading into Monday night football are 21 and 4 straight up. 37 and 27 and 1 against the spread the last 20 years. The Bears are 4-24 and on the money line above a field goal underdog since 2019. Uh, they're 2-19 straight up as a touchdown dog or bigger since 2016. Justin Fields, 0-5 straight up, 1-4 against spread at night. He's played too many primetime games, honestly. I feel like he's more brutal than the everyone base. else because he's on fucking national TV every goddamn week.
1: The Bears, dude, huh? They always make it on there, but uh, oh, I think 9.5, that's a
0: lot. 8, Is it's at... uh. It's actually, this book has it at eight. Mine has it at nine. So probably eight and a half is probably a good median for you to look at it. Okay, actually. yeah. I got um, you. I'm going to take under 40. That's my pick out Bears. of this.
1: I'll take the Bears. Plus to cover eight? Eight and a plus, half? Uh, no, give me 10.
0: Okay. Bears plus 10. I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it would not shock me if the Patriots beat the shit out of them. Absolutely yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to take
0: New England at, at 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 eight.
1: It would not surprise me, but I think the Bears are going to have a little fight like they did last week. You know, they they probably should have won that game. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, they should have won that football game. Whatever. But, I mean, Carl made some plays on the stretch, which is crazy to think that he played that fucking game with that broken ring finger on his throwing hand, like. Some of the throws care. that he even attempted to make like I can only imagine how painful that was He's just He's a lunatic yeah, he, I will never not say Carl's a tough fucking guy Is he a good quarterback yeah. all the time? No, but he's a fucking no. dog <laughs> hey,
1: He'll die out there He'll die out there He <laughs> yeah, wants to die yeah, out he there will, he will, he, uh, He's pretty much like Ric Flair he, I was just about to
0: say he is the nature boy He will die in that goddamn ring He will die yeah, in that yeah. damn field because that's what God intended football players to do.
1: That might be the first player ever to play in the NFL where we're going to have to force him into
0: retirement. You know, he, he won't retire. He probably won't. He loves it. He loves the ground. I feel I feel but, decent about this but week. I like it a lot. So, if just a little heads up on what the current standings are and the picks so far, you're doing pretty good. You're 41 and 38 overall coming into this week. Your boy here is 31 and 47. I've taken a lot of fucking risks and they have blown up in my face quite a bit here. So I've started to go a little more chalk nowadays to see if I can get back in it. But that two weeks ago, we had a fucking stinker where we were both like four and like 12 or something like that. It was, yeah, that was terrible.
1: That was terrible.
0: Hey, you're sitting, hey, you're over 500. Come on, that's good. I need a perfect room to like kind of get to 500 here. So this is the start of the week. I need a,
1: yeah, I just need to hit a couple in a row. I mean, I've hit some parlays, but i have also... I have a same-game
0: parlay for tonight. I have Arizona money line. I have the under. Okay. I have DeAndre Hawkins over 56 yards receiving. And I have over 26 yards rushing for Kyler Murray. That is plus 550 odds. So we'll see what happens here. Okay, yeah. I
1: don't think the cards are... It's a basic one. find something.
0: I, I'm they also it's, I'm feeling Taysom Hill first touchdown score. It's currently at <sighs> That's plus 1,000.
1: Nazi. I'd go Zach Ertz or something.
0: Uh, DeAndre Hopkins has the best odds at plus 600, and Alvin Kamara is behind him at plus 700.
1: Hey, it might be somewhere weird. Who knows? Hollywood's out, right, though, so it can't yes. be
0: him. Robbie Anderson is going to make his Cardinals debut. I cannot believe Already? that he. Uh, they traded for a wide receiver given all of their issues. I don't think that fixes everything, but um good for Robbie Anderson. He is free of Baker Mayfield, which he did not want him on the team when they were rumored to be going after Baker Mayfield. He commented on their IG post and said, please no. <laughs> they still trade for him anyway. It has not gone well. And uh, you know. Robbie yeah, Anderson is one of Carolina, the things. Yeah. yeah, the
1: Carolina situation stinks. That I've and never seen okay. a player just I guess I guess the smartest move was to kick him off the field. I don't know,
0: but I don't know. It was weird. It's, he was like Mickey Mouse. He, he Mickey Mouse. Really, it wasn't one of those things where he admitted, like, yeah, I was going to. He was he was having a conversation about something. Like they just fucking threw him off. So I I don't know. I I didn't think he went crazy or anything like that. Uh, it was a weird situation. But Steve Wilts I guess he didn't, didn't like ship. his demeanor.
1: I don't know. They didn't like how he walked like up demeanor. on him, but like. I don't know, man. It's, it's grown men playing football. Like, there's gonna be some serious conversation. Yeah, Like, grow up stink. About it. like That's it's probably tough. You. Yeah. It's kids' shit. Like, and honestly, it's the best. It's the best business move he's ever made was to get in that guy's face because they stink.
0: They do. Okay. Stink. Yeah.
1: And hey, he's probably gonna have better, you know, reps and wise in this one I game. I would and really, body.
0: really, really enjoy Christian McCaffrey going to like the Rams or going to Buffalo and get the fuck out of there God. and go join a winning goddamn program and just be a fucking yeah. dude.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see where he goes. Now, I think that doesn't fix all somewhere. the Rams'
0: problems, but them having a competent running back there that they can lean on for a little bit and it doesn't have to be all on Stafford's 39-year-old arm, I think that fixes things a bit. You can take pressure off the offensive line. If you run the ball good or run the ball well, what the hell was that? You run the ball good. What was that? um so the Rams, yeah, th- i mean start. buffalo would just be that'd be a nuclear weapon you know like because what have we talking about for like three years of buffalo like they're good that running back room stinks you know and like they took james cook and that has given you little result and devin singletary's fine like he'd be a really good running back for like a team that wins like six or seven ball games but we're talking about a super bowl champion team here like and mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey's salary right now is only under—I think it's under nine right now, this yearly salary. Like, I would fucking do it. Go get him! Go get him! Go get him! Like, I, I was shocked I, that Buffalo didn't trade for Saquon in the off season. The way people were talking about him, like they weren't sure if he was washed or not. Like, I would have blown up them up. Like, yo, like, are you sure Saquon's still good? Like, we'll we'll take him off your hands for like a first and a third if you want.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what they should be doing right now for McCaffrey, kind of,
0: you know. Why not? I don't think McCaffrey goes anywhere. I don't think. I don't think this trade deadline garners a lot of crazy shit. Um, Elijah. Moore I don't think did anybody trade today. And the Jets were like, not gonna give No, them. we're not going to do it. So yeah. fuck you. They're
1: not. They're not going to give him enough like what they want. So they're going to be like, okay. Well, you could just have your burning building down. You know, that you can Jeremy just Fowler is pretty plugged in
0: around the league, but especially in Pittsburgh's building. And he keeps talking about Chase Claypool getting traded. And he's specifically talking about him getting traded to the Packers. So, hey, you know what? Jair Alexander for Chase Claypool straight up. Do it, bro. That's my demands.
1: Oh, oh you're going to have to throw a pick in there. <laughs> you're going have
0: to. Yeah, oh. come on. All right, Brian Bulaga, Jair Alexander for Chase Claypool straight up. Then we're
1: doing. Jeez, they need please. Chase Claypool, though.
0: I would wait to trade Chase to see if 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 Austin gets upgraded to getting a helmet on Sunday night, and he looks really good, and Galvin Austin looks really good, the rookie out of Memphis, then I'll feel comfortable about trading Chase Claypool. But if he doesn't, I, you can't get rid of that guy right now. With a young quarterback, you need as many weapons as you can on the outside. I'm like They need Chase besides him and yeah. Deontay Johnson and George Pickens fucking Miles Boykin is the only other person who has a catch, like one catch at the wide receiver. Yeah. Like they need to have those guys there.
1: Yeah. This but offense it is putrid enough. And plus
0: Claypool looked fucking good on Sunday, man. He was a big I'm reason say, why they won that ball game, man. It's like his best game I
1: think I've seen. That him was what? his best game as a pro. Like the like one Brad that jumps blocks, out obviously yeah. is the
0: one against Philly last year where he like blew up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's when, you know. Too. They used the middle of the field, and he wasn't just, you know, running go routes the whole time. Right, well, It is what it is.
1: Well, he killed us on those receiver sweeps, too. He had, like, two putties on those. He's
0: been killing everyone for two years. He's our best rusher right now with that shit, so. Yeah,
1: Naj. We do,
0: Naj. Naj did look better, though, without that steel plate in his foot. The offensive line still didn't yeah. run very well, but he looked good. Yeah,
1: he, yeah, he looked a little bit better. I cannot uh, believe uh, they the put these
0: fucking losers on primetime television. I am sorry in advance, everyone, to watch a Steeler offense. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, I don't know how these primetime games are gonna go, but uh, we might get a good one here tonight. I think the Cardinals, we'll see if they got a little bit of uh, uh, an extra gear here under. with the uh, D-Hop.
0: It's going under. It's going under. Huh. It's Primetime unders. Come on.
1: Oh, well. That doesn't mean that, you know, the Saints got getting on going. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just need the cards. The cards. The to Cardinals get the job, surprisingly
0: have had the top. Have had a top five defense in just about every category since week two. Now their you, offense is one of the worst passing offenses in the league. Kyler Murray is averaging four yards a completion past the line of scrimmage right now. He's averaging five yards in yeah. attempt. Kyler Murray is one of the most talented throwers of the football, and they can't figure this shit out. I don't understand it. It's going to be nice to see D Hop back. That'll fix some things. But everything else hopefully. still kind of stinks. So, but
1: yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that changes it up.
0: Look, if Arizona thanks, loses thanks this game, it. there's no way Cliff Kingsbury's fucking key thing works on, on on fucking Friday morning. I'm sorry, there's no way. I didn't think yeah, he should. would make it if they lost to Seattle, and they fucking did. I don't know how he still has a job. Honestly, um, maybe it's a conflict of interest because him and Kyler had the same agent. I don't know, but yeah. This shit stinks in Arizona. It is not good. They are not the most talented team in football, but they have some talent, and they should be a lot better than they what gotta, the fuck they are. They got
1: to also win at home. You know, it's pretty bad for a fan base if you lose six straight games or
0: whatever they have oh right now at home. So Win a home game. You're playing Andy Dalton. He's lost 11 straight primetime games.
1: Yeah, the Red Rifle. Something, Someone's due.
0: Someone's due. So is some, it the Red Rifle? I don't fucking right. know. I feel like no.
1: Oh, Just don't give us a tie, dude. I don't want to talk. These Thursday night games gotta be painful. They're just painful, dude. They're. They're give me a on them. You're you're sweating on them now. They oh, stink.
0: Yeah, I was up until like what? It was like twelve thirty on Monday night to make sure that bitch cashed in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you had to. I had the Chargers minus two and a half. After I think Denver scored the first. Yeah. No, I lied about it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we, we both won that night. But I barely did. You know, probably Denver to cover was probably a better bet. Than, but, I mean, it's probably it's the same thing. I mean, but either
0: way. They cover. They cover, but they don't win. So, I'm happily taking that.
1: Well, to start the game, they looked, you know, like you said, it looked good.
0: <laughs> that script That's was normal. one of the best scripts of all time. And then after that. Russell's old ass. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Chargers, you know, went on a drive for about six, seven minutes, and then uh, Denver uh, got the ball and Russell just
0: forgot how to play. <laughs> I'm, Mr. <laughs> not... I'm Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, that, that was
1: cringe. It's, it's dude, ultimate, I hate bro. that guy.
0: Mr. Unlimited That's, has been limited that... with a hammy.
1: Yeah, well, keep being dangerous, everybody. I put,
0: I put U.S. currency, my own hard-working money, on the Broncos to win the fucking Super Bowl. What a moron. On that note... <sighs> Russell edge for the day. I don't know. I they are they suck and it's very it's disheartening how dumb they are and how dumb I am honestly. That's why I'm a stooge. Yeah. yeah it's in the title. I am a stooge. There it is. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's try and win some money tonight, dude. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you. All right, bro, see. You. It's over. It's over. Y'all take it easy. I'm out.